Hey, Michaela. Yes. What's your biggest Facebook faux pas? You know, what's the what's the worst thing you've ever done on Facebook? Um, I don't know that I have one. I did. I did bitch about my stepdaughters once. <laughs> on are they, there, are they your friends on Facebook? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't think they'd get the cryptic message, but, but they did. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, where we're saying inappropriate things about family members on Facebook. you gotta, you got to tell us, Michaela, what? What oh, I can't even remember now, but like I hold my tongue for years and then this once I've just gone, you know. Uh-huh. On Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, nice. that's where you do it. And, um, <laughs> yeah. But the, the funny story about my husband, Duncan, he absolutely hates Facebook. He thinks it's evil reincarnated. And eventually we got him onto it because <laughs> he can't use a computer or smartphone or anything, so I'd have to do it. But he was like, no, no, get me on. So... <laughs> He'd only been on it one day, and then someone posted a photo of a crab that he'd caught, which he probably shouldn't have caught. Oh, no. And kept, uh-huh. let's say. and Hypothetically speaking. Yes. And that was the first day, and someone had tagged him in it, <laughs> you know, and so he's going, nah, get it off. It's You know, so he lasted a day. Yep. Yep, so that was it. <laughs> Facebook's bad. <laughs> he just doesn't get... So I have to show him all the photos of the grandkids and the kids and everything. Oh, dear. Because he's a grandfather. So uh, it is something that uh, I guess a lot of people struggle with is they still have this feeling that, that Facebook is, um, well, maybe not evil, but uh, kind of question the why of Facebook. You know, why would I be on there? It doesn't work. I've got a business page. You know, 73 of my closest friends and family like it, but it doesn't seem to do anything for me. I've boosted posts. That doesn't do anything for me. And uh, look, if you're not getting results from Facebook, it's kind of like breathing, then you're doing it wrong. So uh, today's guest is something of an expert, actually, when it comes to Facebook campaigns and has an interesting background. Uh, he used to catch bad guys uh, in the police force and um, now he catches uh, customers for people. So, uh, yeah. Could still be bad guys. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Some of them could be. It could be, like, you know, Duncan. Anyway. Um, yeah, so good stuff in today's thing. It's it's a bit techie, I suppose. But look, if you've if you've wondered at all about Facebook, and even if you haven't, you should be, because it really is the the best return on investment advertising that is available at the moment. Um, you know, in terms of the bang for buck, the targeting, all the sorts of reasons that you would want to do a marketing strategy, Facebook has it. So today's going to clear a lot of things up for you, I think, and um, might get to the end of this episode and you'll be sitting there wanting to dive into Facebook ads, which would be awesome. That would be our goal achieved, wouldn't it, Michaela? Yes, it would. <laughs> You're getting more leads, growing your business, and that's what our why is. That's right. And so once you've done that, what you need to do, well, don't wait till you've done your Facebook ads. Go get this thingo now because it's all about you getting off the tools and into true business ownership go to tradiesbusinessshow.com and grab our get off the tools guide it's a free like lots of pages fantastic info nine steps to getting you off the tools and literally into true business ownership so um, go to tradiesbusinessshow.com 
grab the guide and uh, maybe keep an eye out on Facebook. You might even see some of our ads popping up yes. soon. <laughs> and you're going to need this because your ads are going to be so successful that you're going to be overwhelmed with jobs and you need to have a team and grow. So this will tell you exactly what you need to do. That's right. We think of everything here. Oh, no, we're pretty smart. So thanks for joining us today, Phil. And please let us know a little bit of how you got into this world of Facebook ads, which some would think would be the most boring thing in the world. But I think it's what gets you up in the morning, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, Michaela. And I apologize. I, I don't normally talk through my nose, but I've got a bit of a head cold at the moment. So I hope that's okay. Yeah, no, all good, mate. <laughs> so um, it was actually by accident. Um, I spent um, the early part of my career being a police officer and uh, specializing in intelligence. And uh, one of the things that uh, we got to do in that process was to like, analyze drug dealers' telephone bills. And, um, and then uh, that led me to develop a little app uh, for myself that actually found like, a cheaper bill using the same process like from all of the um, plans that were out at the time and you know, back when they were really expensive. And, um, and then a mate heard about, heard about it and then a mate of his and then a mate of his and suddenly I'm delivering my software to Optus around Australia and then nice. Vodafone and all this sort of stuff. So was, that was a pretty fun ride. Um, unfortunately, it became the Remington typewriters of, of businesses. Because <laughs> <laughs> calls just kept getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and by the end of it, um, you know, it was like $25 for all you could eat and that was the analysis. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I decided to take the family on a bit of a holiday. Um, had nothing to do. Ran a Facebook group full of 6,500 business owners and this Facebook post kept popping up all the time about how Facebook ads are a fraud. And um, there was a little video, and the guy was, he was 95% correct. Um, he was basically saying that if you target Bangladeshi click farmers, then um, you're not going to make any money out of them. And uh, that's what Facebook's good for. But what he was talking about was a thing called the boost post. And if you click on that button, then Facebook will basically push it to the people it thinks is going to click on it, which happens to be people who click on things which happens to be Bangladeshi click farmers. And um, so I analyzed this thing, and I, every time it popped up, I jumped on and said, look, he's right, like, don't target the wrong people. Um, it's not to make any money, but you know, if you're going to do it the right way, do it this way. And then the post will pop up again and again and again. And, and in the end, I got sick of repeating myself, so I made it like a little short course and a little, a little and um, just said, Look, just do this. And that went nuts. Um, and then I was saying in my business group about how you know, this Facebook ad seemed to be a bit of a thing at the moment. So um, rather than filling the feed up with my stuff, jump over here and I made another group um, just talking about Facebook ads. I think within 24 hours we had like 300 people just come straight over and, um, and that was a bit of an eye-opener that people were really struggling in this area. And so then I just made it my mission to help people and uh, from that I got introduced to things, I've got speaking gigs and next thing you know I'm the mentor for blueprint programs around Australia and traveling internationally and just a bit the same as my, um, my phone thing. It just took off and just um, it was just to fill the right hole at the right time. Yeah, just lucky. Yeah, and I know that you've been lucky enough to spend millions of other people's dollars working this out, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one of my largest client alone spends a million dollars a year. Um, they spend about hundred and something thousand dollars a month, and uh, just on Facebook ads. Um, the beautiful thing, of course, is that you know they make ten times what they put into it. So you know, you'd, you'd spend like double that if you mm. knew it was going to come out the other end. So let's just repeat that for our, our listeners that may be driving along. They get a 10 times return on their Facebook ads investment. Exactly, yeah. So if you put a dollar in, you, you expect a dollar out. Uh, sorry, $10 out at the, um, by the end of the month. And we've heard the same from uh, a buddy of ours over in the US, Nick May, who's been on the show before. He does a lot of stuff with Facebook. I think he's spending upwards of I can't remember the numbers I think it was approaching 10 grand a month actually yeah I think so uh, and getting a 12 times return on his investment so 
uh, you know, it, they're not myths, they're not urban legends, and uh, but there is a formula to it, isn't there, Phil? Yeah, look, there absolutely is, and um, and obviously every business is different. Um, some of my clients haven't made that sort of return either, so um, you know, it's uh, it's not necessarily a, a guarantee, but. Um, the ones who don't generally back on my advice as well, so um, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to give that formula. But it's uh, it's actually pretty simple. Cool. So uh, we'd love to hear your formula uh, for our try guys, tradie guys out there. This is really a, a tough area. So I guess we're looking at you know why these ads and what kind of um, steps should they follow. Yeah. Well, the big thing to know at the moment is that. Facebook's actually in a bit of a, a golden age at the moment. Um, once upon a time, you could advertise on Google for like five cents a click. And I know Gary Vaynerchuk talks about he had dominated his particular uh, space in that world for like nine months before everybody worked out how to do it. Um, Facebook's kind of like that now too. It's really, really cheap at the moment to run it. Um, but because it's an auction-based system and the more people who do it, the more money's going to be in there, the higher the price is going to go up. So number one, now is the time. Um, don't wait till later to kind of jump on this stuff. Um, but uh, why Facebook ads? Um, basically, uh, it's where everybody is. Um, I think Australia alone has something like 15 or 17 million active users per month. Um, given we just hit 22 million people the other day, um, it's basically where everybody is. And I think the average time people spend on there is at least half an hour a day, um, which means some people are spending hours and hours. Um, the other nature of it is that um, it's a beautiful little word of mouth tool and I actually was one of the last of my friends to jump onto Facebook. I stayed well away from it. My, um, my role as an intelligence officer really scared the crap out of me about telling people about, about my intimate things. So I, I just used to live vicariously through my wife's account um, until, <laughs> <Nice>. I, <laughs> until I worked out this word of mouth thing and as soon as that sort of dawned on me that um, you didn't need... Remember the old days when people used to send an email saying, I've got a mate and he's got this business and can you just share it to all your email contacts so you can get the word out? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, did you ever do it? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, <and> so, uh, <laughs> and uh, so it just didn't really work all that well, even though it was a great idea. Um, but uh, I always thought Facebook would be the same. Like, if I had my business and I wanted people on Facebook to share it, like, I didn't know that they actually really would. But then I worked out Facebook would do it anyway. We didn't actually have to rely on those people to do that thing. We could do exactly the same process. And um, we could lubricate that whole thing without having to rely on people. And that's that I signed up that day. So it really comes down to because people still talk about oh you know this whole Facebook thing. I, I honestly I can't believe that there are people out there who are questioning it. Whether whether or not you like uh, what social media has become, and in particular Facebook, um, that's not the point. You know we're in business. Uh, there's a tool that we can use, and it's one of the the best bang for buck um, advertising tools out there, isn't it, mate? Absolutely, and it'd be a bit like me saying you know. Um, I don't like football, so I'm not going to advertise my product anywhere near a football stadium. Like, yeah. it, just, it doesn't make sense. If that's where my clients are, you've you got to be where they're hanging out. Exactly. So, yeah, so just, um, yeah, you don't have to like it or even touch it necessarily, just uh, as long as your people are, that's the point. Yep, yep. And so that's, I guess, taking care of that first doubt or question that uh, our listeners might have is, well, why would I use Facebook? Um, I think we've pretty much answered that is because you have to. <laughs> but it's actually um, you actually should. It's not your entire strategy. It should actually be used in conjunction with other strategies as well. Um, so, like in the old days, everyone was in the yellow pages, and um, the um, the nature of that is that 
you know, it's just not around anymore. So people are still looking for you. Where are they doing that? Google. So if you're not if you're not using Google to your to your main advantage, then you're also missing out there as well. Um, but the beautiful thing is, if you marry the two together, your results just go crazy. Yep. Cool. So what's this sort of theory that you you talk about that you, you feel will work? Um, yeah. Well, I imagine your listeners. I mean, their, their primary objective is to get quotes. I think that's the, the number one metric. You know, if they're, if they're doing 10 quotes, then they'll get X amount of jobs. Um, so if they've got no quotes, they'll get no jobs. Um, so I think um, the big thing for them is to get people to call, you know, come around and, and uh, have a look. Uh, so, you know, why would they choose, you know, like you instead of somebody else? And um, I saw a really good um, uh, article the other day that really kind of solidified it for me. Um, it was a photographer who was based in New York, and he just put out a simple video and the title of this thing was How to Look um, More Instantly Photogenic. And everybody wants to look cool, right? That's the whole point of Facebook. Um, but everyone wants to look cool. Uh, so I clicked on it. And he just went through a series of processes of how, you know, when you laugh, your head naturally goes back, which creates all these double chins. And if, um, uh, if you take a photo of that, it just looks wrong. But if you point your chin towards the camera, you know, your jawline straightens out and you just look way better. But because it's only two-dimensional, you can't see that your face is pointing a bit weird. And so it doesn't look wrong, but it looks better. And he took about 10 minutes to explain how to do that. And by the end of it, you, you really did kind of align with that purpose of, of what he was trying to get across. The thing that happened for me was that I was, ever since I saw that article, every time anybody ever takes a photo, even on my eight-year-old's birthday party on the weekend, you know, you just point the chin like a bit closer to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it. But the, the big point is that um, if this guy was local to me and I was going to get a portrait done, I would call him. I, I would go to him straight away. Number one, I speak his language a little bit, so I feel more confident and comfortable with him. And um, number two, I trust him. I like him. I, I actually think about that thing all the time. And, um, and so the secret formula um, that I mentioned before is simply that you just want people to like you, you know, to, to get to know you and to trust you. So when the time comes, they'll call you. They'll, they'll think of you first. And they don't look up the yellow pages. They just call you. And uh, so avoid that whole process in the first place. And you'll, um, you'll have it too. And even if they don't, even if they're not in the market for you right now, everybody knows everybody. So when they're at the barbecue party saying, I need something done, I can say, oh, I know this great photographer. He does blah, 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 blah. Even though I've never used him, I still believe him and I trust him. And so um, that's the secret formula is to uh, align people with the fact that you're, you're actually good at what you do. So how does that then translate into, I guess, serving up our ad to the people we want to see it? And, and maybe uh, explain a little bit about how that works, Phil, so, so people get an understanding of uh, why targeting is so powerful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and that is the quintessential thing that Facebook has. Um, it knows everything about everybody, probably even if you don't use it. Um, it still knows stuff about you. It's uh, very powerful in that way. And we've never had any technology like that in the history of all advertising um, of all time. So um, Facebook, number one, is really good at knowing things. Um, and that can freak a lot of people out, uh, big, big brotherish and all that sort of stuff. But a really clever business owner can really market themselves well using that sort of technology. So if you can get the right message in front of the right people, then you know that's the answer. But if you bugger up any of those um, steps, like if I had the best message but I sent it to the wrong people, I'm not going to make any sales. You know, if I have the um, the best people but the wrong message, I'm not going to get any sales. So you've really got to kind of get those two things right and uh, put it out to the world. Um, I'll give you an example. Might be probably a better way to understand it. Um, so I had a client who sells, um, who sorry, is a builder who specialises in doing slopey blocks. Um, so they've got all the equipment to um, to handle that sort of incline. And um, 
And so, you know, can you imagine trying to put out a, an ad to people going, who's in the market for a slopey incline block to get built on? Like, it's actually, it's actually really difficult. Um, so what we did was, uh, we created a whole bunch of articles um, just talking about the nature of that sort of stuff. Um, you know, like Queenslanders or um, you know, types of buildings or just stuff like that. And uh, the basic thing was that if people were clicking on those articles to read, they were actually uh, in the market for that sort of concept. Like they were within that sort of space of um, potential client. Um, another really cool thing about Facebook, it has a piece of technology that we can put on a website that collects people who read it. Now, in the old days, we used to have to rely on people to input their email address in order for us to collect them and uh, have a chat to them later on. Uh, but we don't need that anymore. It's still good to have, but we don't need it anymore. We can still collect people now without them doing anything other than just touching a website. So um, so with this particular builder, um, uh, who does the slopey block thing, so we put a whole bunch of articles, found which one works the best for attracting people, collect everybody who reads it, and then we can start saying stuff to them about why we specialize in, in sloping blocks and why it's important to have these particular things and those particular things. And, and after a while, the, the people kind of really got the, the hang of, um, you know, that these guys do what they do, they're really good at it, and they started getting quotes coming out the door. And so that is sort of a, a longer process. What, what did you say with that particular case that they started to see a return on what they were spending? Because I'm sure that wasn't instant because um, we're always after instant gratification these days. But, you know, if someone's investing now in that kind of strategy and producing content, how long before they can just sort of see whether it's going to work for them? Yeah, well, it is It is pretty quick. Um, so one of the things that happens when doing that is that uh, face, Facebook sends people to these articles and Google sees them coming. And so each time somebody comes there, it's like a little boat. And so um, so that uh, that information goes up a tick. In the, in the Google world, and so when people are looking for particular things, these guys' articles, well, these guys' information was coming up first uh, above like some of the bigger builders in the industry, and um, and so it, anybody who was looking for them found them quicker. So straight away, it started to have an impact um, on the nature of the uh, of the calls. But uh, the the idea is that it's a buying cycle too. So people don't you know build houses instantly. So in terms of um, seeing a return on it, still takes a while in, in that sort of sense. But uh, in terms of inquiries and in terms of um, getting the word out, it was you know within a day or two. So once they've they've got this um, this content, these helpful articles, uh, and then you're you're sending them to another ad for those people that read the article, they then go on Facebook and then they see another ad for your business. At that point, is that something more about? directly advertising your services such yeah. as if we say it was a motor mechanic who you you know had a checklist of things to go on before you go on the Easter holidays and then the retargeted ad is it something more direct like come in for a discount off the service or what what's that second ad going to be yeah exactly yeah I, I call that a call to action so you want them to actually do something and it might be something simple as making a phone call or providing an email address or coming in for a 10% off a pre-holiday checkup or something like that. Um, but yeah, you're trying to get them to do some type of action. And um, a really good one I like actually is a tripwire, something that's really cheap, doesn't really cost you much time or effort or money to um, to produce, but people kind of need. And anybody who gets that particular thing or wants that particular thing would also be your target market. And so they're a really great way of getting people to um, to jump in. Like for if you're a plumber, for example, you could offer a, you know, a free tap washer replacement or something that you know, isn't that big a deal but while you're there they're like oh can you have a check out my toilet and you check out my leak in this thing and 
blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, there's, there's a myriad of things you can do, but just, um, yeah, something simple in order to get them to, to um, either buy from you or give you their details. So there's a few moving parts with all of this, Phil. Uh, is it something that people, I guess, should tackle themselves, could tackle themselves? Uh, I know it's, it's the $64,000 question for everybody is, when do I outsource? And I know there's a few tradies that I'm talking to that are, I suppose, dabbling with this or mucking around with it themselves. Uh, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, I taught myself from the beginning, um, so I, I catch clients now the way I used to catch criminals, so it's kind of the same sort of process for me. But, um, yeah, obviously anyone could teach themselves, and that's obviously something they could do if they're so inclined. Um, I can tell you that after spending millions of dollars on other people's accounts, there are a lot of tips and tricks that other people can do, like that uh, having done this is their kind of full-time thing. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's ways you can you know get services. Um, I have an outsourced service that I um, give to people who just want to hand it over and tell me what to do. Um, and then I have other services where I just do the whole bloody lot for them. Um, so it's it's there's always something out there for everyone. Um, but can I tell you, Facebook changes all the time. Um, so just when you get the hang of it, it'll it'll definitely um, throw a spanner in the works and you have to start all over again. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's, there's it is a little difficult to get started on. But um, yeah, I, I I would suggest getting help to start with. Um, is that the is that the answer to your question? <laughs> yeah, and I know you do have a great service, um, and you have built uh, a team. Tell us a little bit more about that called Ad Chief, because I do think this would be quite um, useful for a lot of our listeners. Yeah, yeah, I'm really proud of Ad Chief. Basically, um, it's a it's I call it a concierge style service. Um, if you can imagine walking into a hotel lobby, um, there's a guy standing at the bottom, and you need something while you're on your holiday. Just you know, where do I find a loaf of bread or something like that? The concierge will look after it for you. You give them a specific task, and they'll go away and make it happen. Um, so Ad Chief is really a lot like that. You know, I need more likes. I need you to get more sales. You know, there's there's all sorts of questions you could ask. Um, so what I did was I created a team, um, and they're actually based in Nepal. Um, a lot of people, when they do outsourcing, they go to the Philippines. Um, I chose Nepal because these people really need help. You know, they've had lots of earthquakes and um, civil unrest, and they're, they're really struggling. But they're also beautiful people, and they can't ask for help. So um, I've gone in there, and I've set up my team with these guys, and I'm training them in how to speak English better and, and uh, all sorts of stuff. But the idea is that um, these guys do all the grunt work, um, and they love it. You know, it fills their day. And, uh, at, and I've trained them up to be, like, as good as me. And so, uh, yeah... If um, you can imagine, I could handle hundreds and hundreds of these sorts of requests now, where um, we just uh, say this is what we need, and the team goes away and builds it, and uh, it all costs about two hundred dollars, uh, the U- U.S. dollars, because um, that's the currency they use over there for international trade. Um, so for two hundred dollars U.S., um, I'll get my team to do unlimited ads for a month. Um, obviously, stuff to pay Facebook their 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 dollars, but mm. um, but the nature of it is that um, yeah, for two hundred U.S., I think it's about two seventy. I think about Australian now. Um, yeah, we'll take your um, we'll take your business and create something of a cyber salesman for it. And that's and that's per month. So, you know, if you think about employing somebody locally here in Australia uh, to sit in your office and do all of that stuff, there's no way you would get away with it for that uh, that amount of money. And nor will they probably yeah. have the knowledge in keeping up with it all because it is changing no. and they're dealing with so many clients. They're going to be on top of. Uh, these things and really for two seventy months, you know, if you're spending hours each week trying to figure this out for oh. yourself and not quoting or networking, then it's really a no-brainer. It's one or two jobs a month for a tradie. 
uh, you know, if, if yeah. you freeze a tradesperson up, well, two things, freeze them up to go out and, and do a couple of extra jobs a month, but also the advertising is probably going to attract an extra couple of jobs a month as well. Uh, I think there's a, there's a double edge to that one. So yeah, it sounds like a great service, mate. Yeah, you know, I tried to make it um, cheap enough to make it worthwhile, but also make it business decision easy. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is you've got to be ready for the traffic, too. Like, um, I send sometimes thousands and thousands of people to a website a month, and sometimes that can be a bit much. So, um, yeah, so if you, if you're, you, know, if you need quotes, well, we can get them. But um, if you don't need quotes, then <laughs> just uh, we can tone it down as well. Yeah. So um, it can kind of go at any speed that you need. Yeah, it's cool. It's like it's like the old tap. You can turn it on and off uh, as you need it. Yeah, exactly. And so what do you see some of the, I guess generally speaking, some of the biggest mistakes that you see people um, doing with their Facebook ads? Uh, generally selling straight away. Um, it's social media. People aren't there to be sold to. Um, so that's why I always talk about giving of yourself first, the old reciprocity thing. Um, so, yeah, just, just stop selling straight away. Look, buy my stuff. You know, it's just... People are getting a bit older than that, and they'll tune out after a while. So it gets really expensive to just direct sell. Uh, so I, I would always recommend think about the sort of stuff that you talk about at barbecues. You know, when you're um, at your mates at your old birthday party, you know, what are you talking about? And that's the stuff people actually want to know about. And it might seem really simple and obvious to you, but you do it all day, every day. So it has to be simple and obvious to you. But to everybody else, it could be an aha and the reason that they would choose you over somebody else. So if someone's wanting to get started, what kind of budget should they be looking at? When, you know, they just want to start um, and have a go. What, do you, what are your sort of guidelines there? Yeah, yeah it's an excellent question. Um, I recommend about $150 to get started. Um, then we can do something of a test. And at the end of that test, we can work out how much it actually costs to do whatever it is your objective is. Uh, so if it's to get a quote, for example, um, with $150, bucks, we, could, we could find out that it costs... I'm picking figures out of the air here, um, $5 to get um, someone to call a quote. And from there on out, the budget is purely maths. How many quotes do you want? If it's $5 each and you want 10 more quotes, then that's another 50 bucks. So, um, yeah, so it all, once you get the answers to the, to the right questions, um, it's actually all falls, falls together. Cool. So, uh, look, this all, um, I guess, you know, lines up with marketing science because a lot of people think marketing is this black art uh but in reality it's all about analysis and data and i suppose you know your background phil uh absolutely aligns with that so it's it's kind of like catching bad guys with uh <laughs> with intelligence data mate except we're catching customers instead yeah yeah it's funny isn't it the same process just repeat rinse and repeat yeah yeah absolutely so mate uh i mean you've probably covered this in some ways but uh, our favourite question here at the Tradies Business Show is, uh, of all of our guests, is, mate, if you had a 1,000 tradies in the room, apart from getting them all to, uh, to sign up to Ad Chief, uh, what's one piece of advice you would give them? Um, in terms of increasing their business? Well, uh, I guess in, in your uh, subject area, mate, if we're talking Facebook and, and Facebook campaigns, uh, what's, what's, if you could boil it all down to one sage piece of advice... Yeah, know, know what your why is. Your why are you doing what you do? Um, once you know that, and it's not to make money, right? That's a what. Um, the why you get out of bed in the morning is the single biggest thing you can you can determine. Once you have that, everything everything falls into place from there. It's the thing that makes you stand out from the next guy. 
it's the thing that people can buy into and it then gives us the content that we need to actually be able to get people to know who you are and market you well. Um, everything stems from why you do what you do. Cool, great advice. So how can our listeners find out more about you if they're, they're wanting to get some help? Yeah, sure. Um, well, adchief.io, it's the website that we're talking about for that product. Um, so they're more than welcome to check me out there. They can find me on LinkedIn or Facebook or anywhere of those sorts of social media channels, uh, Phil McGregor. Um, but uh, yeah, if they want uh, more information, probably send me a message through there and uh, we can help them out. Um, yes. I also have a Facebook group called PTAT, uh, P-T-A-T, stands for People Talking About This. Um, that's another place too where people can just uh, join um, and sit around the water cooler and if they've just got general questions or anything, um, there's myself and a whole bunch of other people who are there to provide um, uh, help and support as well. Cool, mate. Well, thanks again for uh, coming on the show, Phil. I know there's a heck of a lot more to this than we've covered today, but uh, you know, in terms of should people be using Facebook to advertise and promote their business, uh, you know, the days of radio and television are pretty much dead unless you've got massive budgets and you're trying to promote a big brand. So I think uh, if you're not uh, using Facebook listeners, you need to have a serious think about it. Go check out Phil's sites. And uh, as always, you know, hit us here at the Tradies Business Show if you've got questions. So thanks, mate. Thanks yeah, for your time. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thanks so much for having me. Um, and you're right about the cost. It's way cheaper there than anywhere else. Um, but the big thing to remember out of all of this is that, uh, yeah, where the traffic flows, that's where the business grows. Awesome. Love it. Thanks, mate. Thank you. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.